Welcome to episode 22 of the Automation Podcast, brought to you by InsightsInAutomation.com. I'm your host, Sean Tierney, and on today's show, we're going to talk about adding Ethernet to a non-Ethernet PLC5. Now, the PLC5 has a fond place in my memory. When I first got started in this business, there were still a lot of PLC2s and slick 100s and 150s out there. And compared to all of those, the PLC5 seemed like the easiest to use. You want to know what the address of a timer was? It began with a T. You want to know what the address of a counter was? It began with a C. The introduction of text into the data table made it easy to identify the different types of data that were in the data table. And to me, it just made it easier to program, much easier than the older PLCs. Having said that, they were also a major capital investment for the end users who were buying them. I mean, I think they started at about five grand and went up from there. So lots of money to buy a PLC5. And once you've made that investment, why would you want to change it unless it's broke? But today, there's a whole move to connect the factory floor, collect data, analyze data. You know, everybody has a SCADA system or wants one. Everybody has a historian or wants one. And many times the PLC5s are running critical equipment and you want to get data out of them. Now, for some people, they could just upgrade from the PLC5 they have to a PLC5 with Ethernet built in. However, that's extremely expensive and not always plausible. If you are already using the ports that will be replaced by the Ethernet port, then you're not really able to upgrade. So if I had a 540 with four remote I.O. Data Highway Plus ports and I wanted to go to a 540E, I lose two of those ports to get that Ethernet port. And in some situations, that's just not acceptable. So in those cases, what do you do? Well, let's take a look at how you can add Ethernet to a PLC5 that doesn't already have it built in. The first option I'm going to cover is an option I've tried out, and I thought it was very easy to set up and acts very much like a Control Logics gateway. It is the ANX2 ABDHRIO device from ProSoft Technologies. So this device looks basically like a small black box, about the size of a little five-port switch. And it has one Ethernet port, and then it has a terminal block for power, and then it has another terminal block for your blue hose. Again, it was very easy to set up. You basically set your address on each network, and it works. And RS Lynx thinks it's a 1756 DHRIO and EMBT, you know, squeezed together. So it was very easy to use. Now, the downside is the pricing. Well, it's not nearly as expensive as buying a 1756 rack, power supply, and a couple of communication cards. It is just on the $2,000 list price, so it is kind of expensive. On the flip side, it's not just for one PLC. You could actually use this gateway to an entire Data Highway Plus network. So that's on the upside. It's not just a one-to-one. The next device we'll talk about, option two, would be to use an ENI. Now, the 1761 net ENI converts DF1 RS-232 to Ethernet. And it would only cost work with those models of PLC5s, the new platform PLC5s or enhanced PLC5s that actually have a serial port, okay? So that 9-pin D-shell you see on your really old 515s and 525s, guys, that's not a serial port. That's a Data Highway Plus port or a PCI port. But if you do have a PLC5 and maybe you only have one of them, and you're looking for the lowest cost option to get it on Ethernet and being limited to 192K because that's what the serial port's going to be limited to, then the 1761 Net ENI is an option. However, this product has been getting more and more pricey over time. Currently, it lists prices around 1000 bucks. 
So if you have more than one PLC5 on the same Data Highway Plus, it may make more sense to go with option one. Okay, so option three on my list would be to put in a 1756 gateway proper, okay? So you buy a 56 chassis, a 56 power supply, you buy the DHRIO card, and you buy an EMBT, EN2T, whatever. And that will bridge two Data Highway Plus networks, as long as they're not at uh, 230K. If you have a DH Plus at 230K, then you'd only be able to use one of the ports. But if you have networks running at 576 and 115, you can use both ports on this unit. And then you have your Ethernet card, and the bridging is done automatically on the backplane. The advantage of this is if you have multiple Data Highway Plus networks, then you can put in multiple DHRIO cards into your chassis and bring them all through a single Ethernet card back to your plant network. This is a very common solution for larger plants. There are a number of facilities locally that have it set up just this way, and it works really well. It gets you all those data highways over to Ethernet. On the con side, it's also the most expensive, okay, because you have to buy a chassis power supply and as many network cards as you need. So you're not going to be able to get out of this for under $5,000 list price. But uh, to connect an entire plant to Ethernet, not a bad price. Option number four is the Ethernet sidecar. Rockwell did come out with a channel 3A Ethernet sidecar. It needs to sit exactly to the right of the processor and it only fits new platform processors. Those are the ones with the those are the ones with the 25 pin D shell serial port on the front. So it only works with the new platform processors and you may need a pricey firmware upgrade to get your PLC to work with this because there is a minimum firmware level and unlike today's processors, back in the PLC5 days, you were buying a firmware chipset. So those can run anywhere from $500 to $1,000. And then you have the added cost of the Ethernet sidecar. In addition to having to move whatever module is in that first slot. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't found that imaginary wire stretcher yet. So sometimes moving that module is more than just searching or replacing those tag addresses. It really depends on which way the wires are coming from. So one of the reasons I have this as number four is because the list price is $3,720. Yes, $3,700. So you almost have yourself an entire Control Logics gateway for that price. And you could definitely get one of those ProSoft AN modules to convert at least one entire network. You, you actually could get two of those ProSoft modules for the price of one Ethernet sidecar. So today I wouldn't recommend, uh, wouldn't recommend that unless you already had one lying around. And finally, the last option I want to cover for adding Ethernet to your PLC5 would be the old ProSoft Ethernet module that fits in a 1771 chassis. Now, this is last because this is a data table card, which means that you're going to write data from your PLC to this card using ladder logic. Then, your device on Ethernet will read the data out of the data table in this card. Now, this card does have a pass-through setup, that allows you to edit, download, and upload PLC ladder logic files over Ethernet. However, I've never tried it, and this is a legacy card, so again, I wouldn't recommend it unless you already had it. The good news is it'll work in any slot in the local chassis with your PLC5. The bad news is this module costs $2,000 list price. Okay, so that's it. So let's do a quick recap here. Option one for adding Ethernet to your PLC5, in my opinion, was the ProSoft AN-X2-ABDHRIO module. It's a little black brick, DIN rail mounts. It's about the size of a five-port switch, has an Ethernet port, power port, and a blue hose terminal block. It's $1,800 list price, but it's a gateway for an entire network of blue hose over to Ethernet. 
Option number two was the 1761 NET-ENI. List price a thousand bucks and allows you to take the serial put on your PLC-5, your new platform PLC-5. That would be a 25-pin D-shell to Ethernet. Again, it's limited by the speed of the serial port, which is 192K. Today, it's hard to recommend this anymore, but if you're in a pinch, this is your lowest cost option if your PLC-5 has a serial port. Option number three is really the plant ride option where you buy a 1756 rack, a power supply, some DHRIO cards, some 1756 Ethernet cards, and you can bridge dozens of data highway networks over to Ethernet through this ControlLogix gateway setup. So that was option number three. Option number four was the Ethernet sidecar. It's very expensive these days. It only works with the new platform, PLC5, and they may need their firmware upgraded to be able to use it. So very hard to recommend it, but it is an option. And then the finally was the ProSoft Ethernet module that goes in a 1771 slot in the local chassis with the PLC5. It can go in any slot, but it's really a data table card, so you have to read and write to it. You're not going to be able to connect through it like you would if you were going from Ethernet to Data Highway through some of those other devices we talked about. But it is an option, and it does exist, so, so I put it on the list. And that's it. That's it for how do you connect your PLC5 to Ethernet. I hope those options are going to be helpful to you. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or corrections, please don't hesitate to share them with us by commenting on this episode's blog post at theautomationpodcast.com. And you can always stay up to date with all the Insights websites at insightsandautomation.com. I'm your host, Sean Tierney, and until next time, peace.